You're listening to the Collab Talk podcast, episode 35 of the MVP Buzz Chat series. In this episode, I'm talking with dual MVP in business applications and office apps and services, Laura Rogers. This is Christian Buckley, another episode of MVP Buzz Chat, uh, and this is from the the new pad, my new office here. So, uh, Laura, you're the first one with the the new space that's not yet quite uh, built out. But Laura Rogers, why don't you introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Laura Rogers. I'm Microsoft MVP, and I live in Birmingham, Alabama, and I love SharePoint and Power Apps. Is that all? Just, just those things? Yeah, that's it. Uh, <laughs> I like to throw in there. I also love my wife and my children and extended family members, but that's me. You know? Oh yeah. Well, I, I love my husband and my three daughters and I taught my husband power apps. And we were talking about it. So we actually, Laura just uh, sat, just did a webinar for um, my user group here in Utah on power apps. And we're talking briefly about, it. so how long have you been um, running and or helping run and uh, the, the user group in your area? Oh, uh, whew, like I don't know, ten years or something, in Birmingham. Yeah, so we've we, kind of gone from different venue to venue and um, yeah. gone through uh, the the amount of people that come to the meetings fluxes, and it, we've had a lot of change. And yeah, we we still have a core group of people that um, are pretty reliable that show up, like like five or six people. <laughs> Well, it's not I, that big of a group. We're not it, we're not a big technical community here. But it, it, it's interesting though. It's like so, we're we have some of the same the issues, and for, we, the, there's always a kind of a conversation. Part of the preamble the start on these things, we talk about the community aspect of that. And I mean, I you know, I was a little bit spoiled there in the Seattle area, of course, and I was on the 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 board there for the uh, the Puget Sound SharePoint user group for a number of years, and and we would get sometimes as low as. 30, 35, as many as 100, you know, showing up to each month to those topics. But of course, then we could also pull in product team people and senior execs at Microsoft and which tend to bring in some, uh, you know, bigger crowds. But we're, we have the same issue here in, in Utah that there's a core group. There's a, there's a, like, uh, you know, 12 to 15 people that are there every month for year in, year out. Um, and then depending on the speaker and the topic, it fluctuates. But we're we're thinking about rebranding. Are you guys still SharePoint user group? Well, no, I I just I changed the name of it on the website to SharePoint and Office 365 user group. I didn't make a big. That's what we are as well. Yeah. I didn't. I guess we could do a new logo or something, but I don't know. <laughs> well, and and the other thing too is that we're getting ready in February 9th, I think, whatever the Saturday is. It's the in um, this next year will be uh, our next our eighth annual SharePoint Saturday Utah. Oh. And how long have you guys been doing it? A little bit longer than us? We've never done a SharePoint Saturday, but yeah. Wait, hasn't just, there been a SharePoint Saturday in Birmingham? Huh? Hasn't there been one in your area? Uh, there was one like eight years ago, but someone that we didn't know. Okay. Put it, on. And it wasn't even somebody in the user group. It was just some random. So what is your local? Weird. What is your, what's your closest SharePoint Saturday then? Atlanta. So okay. I usually go to that one every year. They didn't have one this year. But that's the one I typically go to every time. Okay. Usually well, what's, like 500 people at that one's pretty big. So, it, yeah, and, and, and those are, uh, I think, surging again. Uh, we're seeing a lot more interest in those. And, and 
you know, one of the a lot reasons more people like, using SharePoint and Office 365. Yeah. And, and honestly, I've been, we can talk theory about why some of that's, that's happening. And it's, uh, you know, the, the last two, three years with the whole SharePoint's cool again, but it, 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 um, it's interesting. There was a comment that I, I made to a question during your webinar um, to one of the participants was talking about how um, the, the, we were talking about the lifespan of InfoPath and um, about how um, Microsoft is refocusing their positioning and their innovation around the core strengths of SharePoint around intranet and, uh, you know, enterprise collaboration oh, yeah. mm -hmm. versus trying to do everything for, you know, external you know, websites and kind of every yeah, possible true. scenario. And that has really helped them to kind of focus in. And so really excited about some things. So what, what's, what's exciting? What is the, you, or what are you most passionate about right now with all the, recent announcements of what's coming up right now mostly power apps and flow i'm immersed in power apps pretty much all day every day and um all, i'm very excited about all the new modern internet of uh, the new innovations in that um people are i think especially with, with some of the stuff coming up at ignite that announced at ignite people are going to really move away from those classic publishing sites and have a reason to move away from the classic publishing sites and have things that they thought were missing um, in the modern, like the, there are more and more of those things are, are being added to modern. So it's because you, you get in the, when you work with customers and you, you know, consultant, you kind of get in these little conversations with customers where you're trying to talk them into using modern and they just want to hold on to their old pages and their old, everything and um it's like it's like kind of like an argument like no really like just please <laughs> well that, that, that was that was one of the questions too it's like and i so i had shared out you know the the end of of support in 20 the summer of 2021 of of uh of infopath and extended support ends in 2026 um and, and you know because people ask that question it's like well i can i not still use it like well yes you can but like you answered was, but you shouldn't be building anything new in that old technology. You should have them side by side for now, but anything new, creating the new technology. And you need to like hurry up and get, get on it. Cause I mean, one of my customers that they're, that it's a government, they have thousands of info platforms, thousands. And they're just in denial that they're I'm like, it's going away. You realize that, right? Yeah. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> but, but it's, uh, well, yeah. Wait. No one wants to take that on because you'd have to recreate right. them all. Well, but the, so it's interesting is when, um, so going back, if those that remember Jared Spataro and he owned SharePoint at Microsoft for, for a couple of years there and he's now in office and has like a broader um, office and, and, you know, Microsoft role there. Um, but, you know, he was sharing um, some of like the learnings that he went through in the time he was in that role about how migration, getting people to move from just from versions. And he said that doing a, like a forced migration, like, Hey, there's something new and let's do it all now was much harder than setting a policy and saying any new sites now must be in the new, the new environment uh, on the new technology and let it be this gradual, um, um, you know, this more organic move over to the new technology. That does seem to be what more people do. We had a customer uh, back in when SharePoint 2013 came out that was moving from two th SharePoint 2003 to 2013, and they wanted us to do branding on 2013 to make it look like 2003. 
<laughs> because so the, it was so far superior would, branding back then. I know. Using any of the end users and everything would be exactly the same. I'm going to design all of the images, all the buttons, everything using Corel Draw and, <laughs> uh, and have that those gradients. You know. And, As a consultant, sometimes you just have to say no every now and then. You just the customer's not always right. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's uh, no. I'm, I'm look. I understand that that there is you know there are scenarios, and we we see this. Why there are still organizations? I don't know about 2001 anymore. I've not. I ask this question when I go to events, like what versions are you running? Nobody's on portal, sir. I know. No. So, but only like two three years ago, there were still people saying yes, we've got something. I'm like, what are you doing? What is that? Um, but there is still a little bit of 2003, not a lot. There's still some 2007, certainly a ton of 2010 is still that, that's out there. Um, I always like asking that question though, and people are kind of frightened to raise their hand and admit that they're using an older version. And, and I, I always like well, to a lot, of them, a lot of them do what you said and they've migrated, they've got a new farm, but like half their stuff's on the old one, half stuff's a new one, and no one's like yanked the other one away from them yet. Right. So they and, still and, just have like, they're kind of fizzling out just everywhere. Yeah. And well, I think we're going to see that with, with InfoPath. I don't know. As, as it gets closer, there will, people will have, there will be companies that will have that freak out moment and realize. And they'll just call me. And, you yeah. know. That's right. That's when it's, it's kind of like, um, like an Uber or Lyft when it, the high demand where the, the rates all go up accordingly. So mm, it's InfoPath consulting rate. <clears throat> Yeah. I learned that lesson uh, in the early 90s. I was working for EDS, if you remember, uh, a consulting company, and they, they wanted to make me a COBOL programmer and move, switch careers. Six figures. <laughs> and, right, and I said, I said, no, 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 thank you. This was 94, 95, 94. And, and part of the issue was that, you know, already it was you know, outdated, these new technologies that were out there. Um, but we worked in healthcare. And a lot of the projects were in healthcare and finance and all those systems, they were all freaking out because of Y2K. Um, because as we know, Y2K, end of the world. Um, but they, you know, they were, they needed these COBOL programmers. And I just said like, no way. Then I had friends that went and pursued that track. And uh, a couple of years later, I saw what they were making, their hourly. And I regretted not becoming a COBOL. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be like that with, with InfoPath. You'll be crushing it, Laura, crushing no, it. No, whoever invents software that will migrate you from InfoPath to Power Apps, they're the ones that will be crushing it. That's true. Is anybody working on that that you're know. aware of? I don't know. It doesn't exist. It seems, from what I know about just like the underlying structure of everything, it seems like almost impossible. Like, because they're right. two completely different, it's like apples and oranges. Well, that's what you do. What you have is a service where you actually have just a fleet of you know, just this massive organization that are going in there and doing that. It's like it's a very slow process to, to move it, but it's all actually manual. But yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, there's, uh, there's a lot of uh, cool things that are happening. I know that uh, some of the other questions that came up, uh, a lot of questions around the permissions aspect where people are still thinking about external users and guest user access with, with Power Apps and I know that there's a lot of asks out there. Like, what, what do you have? Like, what are your requests to Microsoft, things that are still lacking within the technology? Not to put you on the spot, but I'd like to put you on the spot. Um, it's, well, the, the external users is, like, when someone asked me in, in the session, why, you know, is, it, is, is Power Apps ready? I said, yeah, it is totally ready. You can do everything in Power Apps except 
external users. So there was a time like a year, year and a half ago where that's, I couldn't, I couldn't make the move to power apps. I couldn't tell my customers to, because there was still so much missing and that you could do an in info path and with other third party products, but you couldn't do in power apps yet. There was like big, obvious, important things, but now they've tackled all those. And it's now it, uh, the only thing I can think of is external users because you can do anything in power apps. It's so much fun. Well, I know that, I mean, we had these conversations years ago with just external sites and the problems with, you know, people would try and go and create like a partner portal using SharePoint and they would have problems. They'd have to essentially, you know, have this other separate instance of, of Active Directory and stand up and run this entire environment to be able to do this secure. Now it's so easy, right? It is, well, so much easier, but there's still like you would need to still with power apps in those scenarios, you still have to give them access and, and pay for the license for those users, but it's much easier. I, I have that in my well, little- A lot of people are using Teams now for that too, now that you can have external users in Teams and that's a lot smoother and you can do a lot of other stuff besides fill out forms. <laughs> so, but yeah. Right, and there's other, there, there's Microsoft Forms as well. That's another option. If you do need to something- One way, yeah, one way form, simple form submission, yeah. Yeah, but uh, anything else that is on the horizons that you're excited about that's- uh, I know we can't talk about what things um, well, are being announced next I mean, week. Flow is just changing and updating so fast, I can hardly keep up. I'm, I'm in the middle of creating a Flow class. People have been asking me for that for months and months. And it's like a moving target. I mean, it's ridiculous. So that's one thing that I'm looking for. That's one of the things with Office 365 is like, we're so used to this versioning and getting the next version and learning that and then getting training up on that's it ingrained you know. in us. So this whole concept, like I still keep, I can't help it, but in the back of my head, I think, well, once this version is finished, once they stop changing stuff, but, but they're not, they that's never stop. I had to tell, I had to explain it to a customer over the, uh, the other day. Like you just have to change your mindset and realize it's never going to stop. It's not going to stop changing. You just have to change your brain to just understand that every time you go in there, there could be new stuff and different stuff and new features. And it, but it's mostly improvements. I mean, it's like, oh, you couldn't do this was a limitation last week, and now all of a sudden, look, look what they have and look what they fixed. And so, it, I'm looking forward to flow and basically just personally getting my head around it more and all the intricacies of it, and then teaching a class on it and getting a handle on the rate of change. So that's what I do as a, you know, teaching training classes <laughs> to kind of get a handle on what's, what's pretty static in there and what's changing fast and like adjust kind of how I teach it to. You know, you know it's, it's funny. So I, basics, you know, but there's a, there's a, just a, a truth that is even more true now than when I used to, uh, when I consulted with companies back in the early two thousands, um, and I would say that an organization that is good at change management is going to be successful in just about everything that they go and do because they're able to adapt to, to, to kind of pull in, hey, here's what's new. This is what it is. Here's the impact. Here's what we're going to do, strategy, and then go and do something with that. And organizations need to get much better at that rapid rate of change. Yeah. Yeah. And you're just, it's, it's going to happen. And yeah. I mean, think about it like every day, not just in office 365, but just like on your phone and any day an app, like the icon could change colors. They could rearrange some stuff in there and you just, 
oh, okay, yeah, now this is here. And you just move on. So it's, it's everywhere we look. It's not just in, you don't blame Microsoft. It's not just Microsoft. Right. <laughs> I, you know, it, yeah, there's there. You're, you're right. It just, uh, it's the, the, the speed of the internet now. And that's why, you know, that it, I think it was a lot of questions over this last week with a lot of the, you know, the MVP discussions around what's going to be some of the announcements next week. And, um, you know, the, yeah, and I think even MVPs and 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 uh, these other you know, experts out there are are also fretting about how difficult it is sometimes just to keep up with what's happening, and um, uh, is that's not going to slow down. It's every year is now the biggest year in SharePoint <laughs> announcements. Like we're we're hearing that yeah. again. I kind of like rolled my eyes a little bit. It's like no, no, there's cool stuff that's that's coming out. I'm excited, but it's like again with the biggest year. <laughs> Yeah, it's pretty exciting. Uh, keeps it keeps keeps it exciting. Keeps us on our toes. Yeah, there's uh, I it is an exciting time to be involved with it with this uh, you know the, the the technology across the board. I mean, uh, SharePoint, OneDrive. I mean, Power Apps and Flow. There's tons of interest around that. But just about everything. Like I did an interview with the with the Stream product team um, a, a week and a half ago, and what's happening with video and and stuff with Yammer that's coming out. Just there's a lot that's happening. So. Fun times. We need to all yeah. pay attention. So we just rewrote our whole uh, content types module in our uh, Power User class. <laughs> yeah, that's like an ongoing battle, just right there with all that. And that's still like we're talking about content. Like so, I, Laura, and I, we both we met at the SharePoint conference two thousand nine. So it's we're coming up on a decade here. I mean, those were some of the the, the topics. Not quite in two thousand nine, but you know, we for most of the time we've known each other, that's just continued to be a hot topic. Yeah, and, and it's it's stagnated there for a while, but now that content type is one of those things that, you know, people, people need the, a lot of the functionality pretty often, but to have to get your head around content types and practically get a PhD in SharePoint just to be able to go like, turn on them, be able to modify content types in a list and then create a content type and add it to the list and then like, I, that's a lot of work just to be able to say, I want to have a couple of new templates in my library. So the fact that they embraced that concept and fixed it and made it easier. And that's one of those things that was pretty complicated for a lot of years. And now, you know, your mom could probably figure it out. Right. Unless you're in a hybrid environment, then it gets, uh, you know, complicated all over again, but yeah. 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 Anyway. Well, Laura, hey, thanks a lot for your time uh, for the webinar earlier, as well as this uh, this this chat. And uh, have fun in uh, Florida next week. Enjoy. Sure. Thanks. Yeah, I'll be I'll be uh, online monitoring, and and uh, and and if you uh, weren't able to attend, it, it, not able to go out to uh, Orlando, go to Ignite this next week. Just remember, all the sessions are going to be live streamed, and so uh, anything that you hear about, you receive slides, or you hear us chatting about all next week these sessions, you're going to be able to find the content within 24 hours, but all those sessions are going to be live streamed because it's sold. I've got three out. sessions. Yay. Yeah. And uh, so how can people get in touch with you? Um, we can follow me on Twitter, Wonderlara, and you can go to my blog, wonderlara.com and go to iwmentor.com. And um, one of the fun things you might want to try out is my beginner power apps email course, which is uh, five days, you get five emails and um, to teach you basics and you can actually move up to the power user level after you're done with the beginner email course. It's fun. I have a lot of some different subscriptions and ways to go through my classes. I have live and I have pre-recorded. Very cool. Yeah. We'll have to I'll provide links to all that stuff. So yeah. well, thanks a lot for your time, Laura. All right. Thanks.
Talk to you later. Wow. Wow.